What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Uh, the January 6th hearings are pretty fascinating. Um, the testimony has been compelling. I really listened to the judge and, you know, detailing just how how close Mike Pence came to uh, probably being stomped to death. I mean, the psychology of a mob that's all, you know, psyched up like that, they... They are feeding off of each other's energy and adrenaline, and they wanted to do violence. They were going to rip up more than Nancy Pelosi's, you know, uh, sign on her door and, you know, nameplate. They really wanted to do damage to people. And to find out that that was completely encouraged and incited by the president, which we already know, is ridiculous. Now, I appreciate all of this. And the pageantry of it all, like the seriousness. But if if shit doesn't happen, I'm going to be furious because we have become a society in America that in, that encourages people to speak up, speak your mind, speak your peace, speak truth to power. But when they do something that's perhaps illegal or um, well, certainly mostly just the illegal things, we give them a pass. Oh, well. She was doing a riot, but she's pregnant and she can't control her emotions. No, plenty of pregnant people don't go to riots. And I don't know that there was anybody like that. But, you know, there's always an excuse. I was watching our our little sad political show here in St. Louis. And, you know, one guy was making the excuse that somebody was just having a bad day. Well, he wasn't just having a bad day. He completely lied. And video was revealed to prove that he wasn't telling the truth. And just because you don't like the people who disagreed with his message, that doesn't give him the right to just fabricate a story all over the world. He went on like a national TV tour. And it's like, but that wasn't true. You didn't tell the truth. You can't expect to advance your narrative if you don't tell the truth. And then you wonder why people don't support you. Well, you know, he was having a bad day. That was not a bad day. He made up a bold-faced lie. The video refuted it completely. This, I think the story goes where the guy was like, I was accosted by a mob. And when they show the video, there were a crowd of people there, and they probably were saying unpleasant things to him, but they were not touching him like that. People were not laying hands on him. They were not roughing him up. And he turned around and flipped the bird, which was completely un- unprofessional. You know, people were saying whatever they were saying. But he's the one that was completely wrong through the whole thing. And then our little feckless political show, you know, one guy was just defending that. It's like, you can't defend that behavior. If we as a society can't agree on what's right and what's wrong, then that's where we need to begin. There's a there's an excuse for every criminal, right? Everybody, well, he had a bad childhood. He had this. They don't have any money. He thought he could just take the car because he wanted the car. If he was having a bad day, that where, how did we get here? And how is that considered woke or, or cool? So back when I was much, much younger, we didn't call it wokeness because wokeness as a concept is not new. The poor grammar is uh, but it, it, that that whole concept when I was in college was called consciousness. You were you had a high degree of black consciousness. 
and uh, not only just black consciousness, but human consciousness. You cared and you were awake and conscious about people other than yourself and the issues plaguing our community and other communities. And the whole rush to make everybody um, right because they're oppressed has been problematic. And it's not just black people that do it. It's a lot of what Malcolm X called the white liberal. And the white liberal has done as much, if not more damage to the black community than anybody. Because their philosophy is, and this is what I've had spewed in my face. Like I met someone, we were talking, they were saying this and I was looking at them like, what? They basically feel like, look, I feel sorry for you because you're poor and you're black and you're stupid. So I'm going to help you because you need that because you're too dumb to know how bad you got it. And no, that person didn't use those words, but it was very, very, very similar. And it was super upsetting. The tone, the condescension, the it was just a, a, a whole lecture about what black people need and and how they are. It, completely ignoring that I am a black woman to the point where I looked at my hands like, okay, did I, am I appearing of invisible? Did I switch races in the middle of this conversation? Who are you talking to? And it's disturbing because that is racist. When you look up the definition of racism, it, it is uh, the belief that you are superior based off of your race. So when a racist is someone who is a liberal, and they think they're helping you because you're, you're not smart enough to help yourself, that's a problem. And that's where we need to be in. I'm coming in hot on a Friday, right? Y'all want to relax. But Juneteenth is here. And again, I went to a historically black college. Juneteenth is not a new concept to me. I wish it wasn't so mainstream, you know, because now... All we have is like Juneteenth fries. Juneteenth. I've seen more ads for Juneteenth. It's like here we go. I don't. I don't want any. This is not a marketing opportunity. I don't want any more. Um, I don't know if Juneteenth fries is a thing, but you know what I mean. I've seen like ads that had to come down because it's like really. You think this is like a Memorial Day sale? You know, come on. It's already bad enough with Black History Month and everybody sends you an email to tell you how great their company is because it's black history and they're aware of it and you're black maybe, so here's an email. I'm I'm still black and it was June. It's just so frustrating. These are not marketing opportunities, people. Make real changes and stop talking about it and stop wanting to be patted on the back for being a good human being. Just be good. Just be good people. You know, I'm I'm sick of all this phony baloney nonsense that's just pervasive in our culture. America is awash in nonsense. And if I I get on Twitter this morning, Tim Allen, people are furious that Tim Allen is not Buzz Lightyear. That's what you're talking about. Tim Allen has a very interesting background. I want to say he was in prison for drugs or selling drugs or he was on drugs or something and he turned his life around and now he's a super conservative uh very pro-white male man (laughs) you know (laughs) 
And how he's made it this far in Hollywood, I don't know. Because liberalism is ridiculous. I'm not liberal, and I'm black. But he's also old, and maybe that's why he's not in the movie, people. Why are you taking energy to tweet about this? It's ridiculous. Just nonsense. But you probably don't care at all about these January 6th hearings because you think that was all right and good. Ridiculous. We live in very bizarre times, and lucky for y'all, I have this podcast. I can talk about it all the time, and I have a great memory, and I'm going to write it all down. I'm writing it down, actually. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. It's going to be a great day. I had a really good day yesterday. There was a lot to do, a lot to get done. Logistically, it just worked out great. If you guys uh, are interested in getting some work done on your car, but you don't necessarily have time to go to a dealer, check out yourmobile.com, yourmobilemechanic.com, my, my bad. Uh, there's a, a, an app, and you can also do it on your laptop. Yo, it's great. They come to your house. They perform the service. Uh, the pricing is a little less than a dealer, and that's cool. And also, you know, your mechanic might be dope and be like, look, I can charge you even less. If you want to just work with me and uh, I've done that and it's been great. You know, I've also started renting off of Turo because, you know, uh, Turo takes a lot of fees and stuff. And, you know, there it's it's not customer service is not great. And I think Turo could be a much, much better company. And they take a lot of money. And basically, they need our cars. So it would be nice if they treated the host a little bit better. So they're encouraging people who take this as a business to go ahead and get off the platform. It's just a good place to start. And if you love cars and you love the business of renting cars to people, uh, you know, then you'll find yourself doing more and more business off the platform. Because, you know, you'll make more money. And sometimes people just legitimately need a, a rental car on a regular basis. They don't want to pay, you know, an arm and a leg. And there are, are ways that, you know, you work around that. And, you know, we bought, we all have insurance. And uh, I work with people who, who are in town for work. And they need a legit work vehicle. And, um, yeah. So check out yourmobilemechanic.com. Uh, it's, it's, it's really convenient for, like, brakes, oil changes, Stuff like that. Now, sometimes you're going to have to go to the dealer or to a, you know, certified mechanic for certain things. But like these mechanics that are on your mobile mechanic uh, are certified. They they're people who used to work at dealers and wanted their own, wanted their life back. You know, so pretty cool. All right, everybody, have an amazing weekend. Juneteenth is on Sunday. Listen, I hate the commercial commercialization of it. Um, I've known about it for 35 years, uh, but it is what it is. Um, I think I get a holiday on Monday, so I'll take it, but be your absolute best. Have a great weekend and don't just remember, uh, you know, freedom and, uh, the end of an enslavement of a, of a lot of folks on Sunday. Don't just think of that on on Juneteenth. Think about that all the time and really celebrate it because it's about when the, the slaves in Texas found out finally that they were free. 
And the reality of that, how that interprets, how people interpret that now is up to, to I think, the individual. But uh, we have good lives. You know, in this fucking intense heat we've had, I would have made the world's worst slave. I would not have enjoyed being out in that. And I don't know, I'm not being glib or funny. I know no one likes being enslaved or being out, but that would have been a horrible life for me. And I know that, you know, I would have not thrived. And people say, nobody would be thriving during slavery. I get what you're saying, but listen to what I'm saying. We have very, very good lives, right? Our worst day compares it's, it's nothing. There's no comparison to my absolute worst day to that life. So instead of focusing on our past and how it has uh, it happened and it did happen, I acknowledge that. Let's be grateful for where we are now. And more than that, where we can go from here. Phew. Talk to you soon.